Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Julius Bear's Moving Markets podcast. It's Friday, the 24th of November, and my name is Helen Freer. On today's show, I'll be talking about the latest market news with Alexander Peterson, and Tim Gagey is here as well with all the latest on currencies and metals. But first up is Alex with the market news. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Helen. Let's look at the markets first of all then. The US was closed yesterday, obviously, for Thanksgiving. But uh, what about European markets? How did they fare? Yes. So all the major European indices ended in the green yesterday. And what about US futures this morning? Looking at the US markets, they are mostly up. The S&P 500, the Nasdaq and the Dow Jones are all slightly higher in pre-market trading this Friday morning. And let's move quickly to Asia. How are markets there this morning? Well, the Asia-Pacific markets are mostly lower. The Chinese CSI 300 is trading down 0.7%. The Japanese Nikkei 225 is trading up, currently almost half a percent. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index is down the most, but India's main index, however, is trading marginally up. Now, um, buyer's stock price has been under a lot of pressure recently, and I've seen the company was in the news again this morning. What's the story there? Yes, so pharmaceutical company Bayer has admitted that it was unaware of the results of a blood thinner trial that was halted due to ineffectiveness before issuing around $5 billion in bonds. Investors and analysts have questioned whether the company knew the outcome of the trial, which tested the anti-thrombosis drug Asudexian, before the bond sale. Bayer shares and bonds have tumbled this week after the drug setback and the stock closed Thursday at around 33 euros. And there was also some news about Barclays. Um, They're planning to cut costs. What can you tell me about this? Yes, so Barclays has announced that it is developing plans to cut costs by up to £1 billion over a number of years, which could involve the loss of around 2,000 jobs, mainly in Barclays execution services. The move, aimed at improving profitability, could result in the loss of 1,500 to 2,000 jobs, or about 2% of the bank's workforce. Barclays shares have reacted positively to the news, being up 1.2% in pre-market trading this Friday morning. Now, what about economic data? We've had some data out of Japan, right? Yes, that's correct. Japan's CPI, which came out earlier this morning, came in at 3.3%, just a tick lower than expected. And in Germany, we've had the final Q3 GDP figures. They came out just a few minutes ago and showed growth of negative 0.1% in the third quarter. So there was no change to the initial estimate there. Later today, the US will release its manufacturing PMI as well as the services PMI data. Okay, and just lastly, there's some news about the EU upgrading their power grid. What can you tell me about this? Indeed, so the European Commission is set to unveil a 580 billion euro plan to upgrade the region's power grid to cope with an expected increase in renewable energy. The plan is to be unveiled next week and aims to stimulate investment in the backbone of the energy transition with a focus on improving cross-border connections and to better integrate offshore renewable energy. And that's pretty much all for today's wrap-up. And with that, back to you, Helen. Great. Thanks very much, Alex, for the roundup this morning. Now, Tim, good morning. Good to have you on the show this morning. Good morning, Helen. Thank you. So last week, we talked about the dollar being weaker. What did this week bring? So this week was more of a consolidation week, really. We saw some small extension of this dollar weakness, but without really breaking any new ground. I actually find this quite encouraging for my base case that the dollar is still a bit on the strong side. 
Because even though you can always earn more in dollars than euros, for example, we haven't really seen any return to the dollar this week or profit taking. We've also had very little data, had terrible US durable goods orders on Tuesday, but apart from that, it's been pretty calm. Today, we do have the PMI numbers coming out in the US this afternoon. Could either be a reason for an end of week small correction back into dollars, which I would take advantage of, or if we get a weaker number, then maybe we could have some Friday fun. This week is Thanksgiving, of course, so we may see a little bit less activity, but it can also sometimes lead to slightly worse liquidity, which can amplify moves. And the pound seems to have done quite well this week. What's the story there? Yeah, that's right. Sterling has done quite well against the dollar, but also in crosses. We see it higher against both euros and Swiss francs right now, amongst others. I mean, first of all, I think the pound is now a risk-on currency, which probably makes sense. It's probably considered correctly to be higher risk than some others. The UK budget came and went without incident, which makes a nice change when we think about the budget of September of last year. The pound is higher against Swiss francs, as I mentioned, and I remain absolutely convinced that every time we get close to 110, it makes sense to buy pounds and sell Swiss francs, take advantage of the generous carry and the range support there at 110. Switching sterling loans, and probably indeed dollar loans, into Swiss franc loans is an excellent alternative to deleveraging. I mentioned it last week and a few times actually. If you are willing to run a bit of currency risk, you can save 35 to 4% per year on funding costs. That's huge, and it gives you a generous buffer against currency moves, uh, and it may prove a better alternative than exiting the market at perhaps not the best moment to repay expensive loans. Now, yesterday I was talking to Carsten on the podcast about gold. What's your take, Tim, on the more short-term picture? I share Carsten's overall view that gold should weaken from here. There's no reason I can see to believe that gold is going to make significant fresh highs in the current market environment. There are some out there in the market who believe that as US rates fall, gold should strengthen. I'm really not convinced about that. I still strongly believe that as gold has zero yield, it's really important to take advantage of the current levels. Uh, my fear would be that if rates do come down, then markets go up and people will sell profitable positions to generate some cash to reinvest and gold will be one of those. If gold does fall away, as we rather expect it to, it's really a lose-lose because you've neither taken advantage of the current valuation by selling nor generated one penny in yield or one cent maybe. Indeed, with dollar yields at 5%, and that's basically what it's costing you to hold it per year. So like always, I would look at reverse convertible if you just want to generate some yield. I think a 6% coupon here is more than enough because that's more or less in line with dollar cash. Or selling some gold and investing the cash in a capital guaranteed note, which at least keeps you some potential upside participation. And what about in emerging markets? Anything interesting to talk about there? So we had the Central Bank of Turkey yesterday. It's actually only just occurred to me as I talked to you this second how wonderful it is that the Central Bank of Turkey would meet on Thanksgiving. I'm clearly losing my punning edge. They hiked rates by 5% to a whopping 40%, which is double the expected hike. And on the back of it, they signal that they believe they can now start to slow the pace of hiking. This was not particularly impactful on the Turkish lira which has simply continued its inexorable, gradual weakening. Inflation is still far above rates, thanks to years of policy mismanagement. And while they are doing a better job now, it's not enough. And the lira, therefore, is sadly not a good value thing to buy, even at the current cheap price. Emerging markets are a bit tricky at the moment, because on the one hand, if the Fed are expected to cut rates, this is good news for countries whose debt burden is primarily in dollars, but it also might give them some room to cut their own rates, which are pretty high. 
That being said, Mexican pesos still deliver a pretty major carry. It's on a little bit the stronger side of the recent ranges, but it's certainly not expensive. And Brazilian Real offers a similarly elevated, actually slightly even higher carry and a reasonable entry point even here. So they're probably two I'd take a look at. I think like always, one should tread carefully and be very careful to keep your amounts reasonable. But if you believe that US rates are stable and markets should do well, it sounds like an environment where some emerging market exposure can make sense. That's all from me, Helen. Thank you as always for the chat. Thank you everyone for listening. Happy Friday and I wish you all an excellent weekend. Very good. Thanks very much, Tim, for the interesting update. So that is all for today. Thank you again to today's guests and thank you all for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show and you haven't yet subscribed to our show, then don't forget to do so. And please also leave us a review on whichever platform you'd like to listen on. We'd love to hear your feedback. And do join us again next week. I'll be back on Monday talking to more of our colleagues about what is moving markets. Have a great day, everyone, and then a great weekend. Bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.